Thanks for tuning back in to the Daring Poppy channel. Today is Monday the 31st of August and decided to end the day. I knew this was coming. Um, I just have to say podcasting earlier today was it's just been such a relief to be able to honour David Livingstone and it's just really, I feel like, um, closure in a big way for us all. And remembering is the most important thing that we can, can really cherish. As simple as it sounds, but yeah, we're just going to have, have a lot of um, wisdom and great work go to waste if we don't remember. So that podcast was um, really just nice and short and sharp, and, and um, I just would like to really round off what I what I obviously wouldn't have included in in a in a dedicated podcast like that. So here we are. I would like to just dip my toe in the water for the last time for the month of Leo. And there's been some freezings of um, more episodes, so I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm really happy with all the material that is up, and we'll just cap off whatever we need to with a bit of a um, a collaboration with this this particular episode. So, what I'd like to just share with everyone is. At the end of last week, I really did, as I said, I recorded a message in a bottle that I felt like I was ending the week on a high note. And a lot of that was to do with the weather being so rocky, but really feeling like we we're on the winning on the winning side because there's just too much happening for us to not realise right now that there is there is a lot more at play than meets the eye or eyes. So that's that really led me on. I had a very um, I was on a bit of a high and I didn't go to bed till about three o'clock on um, Saturday morning. And in the meantime, I'd, I'd made some really neat um, discoveries, which part of them I'll be sharing in the links today. So the, the, the big thing that rocked our world was we had a, a wee earthquake at 3.46am on Saturday morning and it was right in our backyard <laughs> which is out, out in the Pacific Ocean but just directly as the crow flies to the east that is, that is in our neighbourhood. So it felt like it was close, it was... Yeah, I'm calling it a shimmy. It just felt like a gentle shimmy, like Mother Earth was just having a little. But there was a, there was a repetition of three within the space of minutes, and they just got fainter with each one. And then the next morning there was two more, but gen more gentle little shimmies. So really I ended up feeling... That, that this is all about movement and the shaping, the wisdom of the Waitaha, Waitaha referred to the earthquake as the shaping, 
so I, I had a really lovely just down tools and caught up with lots of lovely people over the weekend and got to do lots of nice thinking and, and planning and I'll talk about some of those exciting things another time because there's a lot culminating at the moment with, with like-minded souls. And so what ended up happening, I, as I gathered information about the earthquake, I was out off um, out from Whongamata, which is one of our great surf beaches. And it was... I didn't find out the coordinates from any local news source. It's really hard to get longitude and latitude from GeoNet. Well, I haven't found out a way to do it easily anyway, but one of um, a, a great brother in the Northern Hemisphere, he, he was reporting on a few earthquakes on his channel, Paul Butler, and he happened to mention that right early in his podcast, that New Zealand had had the biggest earthquake on the 29th of August and gave a, he mentioned a, um, a degree of 1.77 and that rang bells for me straight away because it all links back to what happened with Comet Borisov having a trigger, a signature trigger with, with the size of earthquakes, the magnitude and also when it actually culminated in setting at a 1.77 latitude white island. It's all about Earth's meridians and all the ge this geometry, geomancy. So that's been huge for me and I just needed to really let that all assimilate over the weekend. And it hasn't ended. There was um, Saturday um, on... Saturday night there was another one just around midnight, which was quite no as equally as noticeable um, up there on the scale. And that have been happening ever since. So there's probably been five more, but anyway, it's it's I consider it to be exciting. And so where that led me to, okay, so exciting things that are happening in this country that I see. I don't want to dwell on the silly 2.5 blimmin regulation of lockdown that Auckland are under it's just laughable and as I say I think that we've been treated like fools but it's one thing to be treated like one and it's another to act like a fool so that's that's I'll just leave it at that um, but they had a great march in Auckland on Saturday and hats off to all the crew who met there for that and I'm fully intending to make it up for the next Saturday one with a group of other lovely friends so um, but basically this is, I'm sensing something that's just going to grow and grow and it has been. I think it was the third gathering that they've had on a Saturday in a row. So um, that was a walk up, a march up Queen Street, our beautiful Auckland Queen Street who's been so downtrodden and forgotten for, for that street's very majestic in its own right with its beautiful parks, Albert Park and Myers Park, etc. So Victoria Park um, over there. So yeah, anyway, it's just nice, nice to remember um, that people are using these amazing 
landmarks as a gathering place, Aotea Square. So we'll watch that space. But it really felt exciting to be, um, I felt like everything's moving and the shaping, is, it's, it, all, it all fits together beautifully. So in the last, uh, in the podcast to do with Message in a Bottle, I wasn't sure what I was really going to be up to with that introducing that caption, which was to do um, with perhaps we should be examining the the light bulb, the um the light in the bulb. So that's led me on to want to just share something that I that I discovered in the early hours of Saturday morning on the site, The Economist's View. And I've put this link in back there on the um, message in a bottle episode. So this is in alignment with the fact um, lovely Alan Wallace up there, he in Wales with his TED talk, talking about light pollution and how devastating it is. This is on so many levels. It's not just the this um, Starlink light pollution, this is at ground zero, it's the very light that we are living in, in our supposed places of rest and recreation. So let's see if we can nip it in the bud because this is just, just a flick of a switch as um, they say. So what I'd just like to read out um, this was from, as I say, The Economist's View included it, and I believe it was one of their um, journalists there, Tim Taylor, and he, he did an article back on the 9th of October 2014 called The Light Bulb Cartel and Planned Obsolescence. So it reads, The Light Bulb Cartel and Planned Obsolescence. The old 1951 movie, The Man in the White Suit, starring Alec Guinness, is both an entertaining adventure, comedy, and a meditation on technology and planned obsolescence. The Alec Guinness character invents a wonderful new fabric that will never get dirty and never wear out. He sees a future where ordinary people will save money on clothes and cleaning expenses. People marvel at the invention at first, but soon everyone is against him. The textile and clothing companies fear his cloth will put them out of business, and workers in those companies fear losing their jobs, and those who do the washing fear losing work too. Near the end of the movie, one character notes wryly that markets won't function if the products work too well. He says, what do you think will happen to all the other things? The razor blades that don't get blunt, the car that runs on water with a pinch of something else. It's harder to come up with clear-cut real-world examples of where companies sought to reduce the quality of a product in order to boost sales. After all, in real-world markets, there should usually be a mixture of lower-quality, lower-priced products 
in higher quality, higher price products, and what people want to buy will have a sustainable effect on what gets produced. But in the October 2014 issue of IEEE Spectrum, Marcus Krajewski tells the story of the Great Light Bulb Conspiracy. The Phoebus cartel engineered a shorter-lived light bulb and gave birth to planned obsolescence. So this is the plan to always have us in need of materialism and that needs to be addressed seriously because we have become a throwaway culture and I'd just like to round off there by um, giving the, de the dictionary definition of obsolescence. It's a noun, a naming word. The process of becoming obsolete or outdated and no longer used. And in brackets, computers are infamous for their rapid obsolescence. So I'll just round off because I do, I need to move on. But I'm going to say that I really feel that human beings are being made obsolete. And we have normalized obsolescence. Where it's, it's, and I'll tell you the biggest impact on that form of ignorance is on the earth. Because all our products that we don't want anymore go into her belly. So this is about digging holes to bury rubbish. People have got no idea about where that convenient bag that's just put down at the end of the end of the driveway once a week. That is just appalling. The the it hasn't been sustainable at all because of our throwaway mentality and the inferior products that don't last that creates the problem. So let that just be a, a little bit of a um, rev up in a way to think about these light bulbs and the color, the actual the blue light. None of it, is, you know, there's, there is mercury in light bulbs and they should be disposed of in a very careful manner. Believe me, I've challenged the light Philips lighting. I, I really pushed the envelope there about the disposal of these energy-saving light bulbs, and it was disgraceful. They just know that people are never going to read the packaging. They're not going to read the small print on a, on a, um, on a piece of paper inside a light bulb packet, and, and no, it's, it's an environmental ticking time, time bomb, really, that side of it, just because of irresponsible disposal of a very toxic... Um, metal okay so I'll just check the time because I have got to do a little bit of house um, just tidying up and dusting up with some yes I'll move on let that inspire a few people I hope um, it does, it's going to round into with the, some of the links that I'll be putting in today too I'll just keep broadening and broadening really on the topic of Really, it's about love and light. And what have we got? We've got we've got fear instead of love, and we've got artificial light instead of the photon light, the coherent light that that interfaces with with fellow coherency. So 
that's why there's a big mix up at the moment these these um pirates these vagabonds of the high seas that have been running the the our our land affairs on the land for so long they know exactly what they're doing about messing with the coherency and the cosmic functioning principles so it's very exciting nothing to fear and um okay so let me round off with the last episode I, the piece of music i attached with the travels of livingstone is off a channel oxygen 80 and johnny clegg and savuka went up there with scatterings of africa and that's from 1987 and um that group have, have played a big part in our family since the children were little. So we love love all that African flavour in our homes. So enjoy that if you if it's new to you or just yeah have a um, flashback in whichever way. And interesting, it's 1987, the year of the harmonic convergence. Okay, and just back with. Um, Episode 75, the um, Royal Path of Regulus. There was something amazing that happened in our heavens to do with Venus. So that was off um, Michael's channel. Oh, no, beg your pardon, Mark on Wages World. That was headed Huge Object connect, Connecting to Venus, Too Large for What's that? Too large. Oh gosh, I can't read my own writing. Anyway, it's 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 a, an eye opener and jaw dropping. People need to go and have a look at that. Um, he talks about stealth solar storms and the Earth discharging elf phenomenons, ELF phenomenons. This is going on, people. There's plasma discharges happening everywhere, and a sun diving object like no other. All in that. Um, Wages World clip back on episode 75. So that's just popped in back there. Okay, and I never got my pieces of paper jumbled up, excuse me, because I did want to talk about. Oh, maybe that is it. Okay, so I'll move on to today's links. That was all that, that latter part. Um Okay, so episode 80, I think that's exciting that we're going out for the, um, the Royal Path of Leo with an 8. And the piece of music I've chosen for tonight is Chris Rea, The Road to Hell. And it's the full version from, that, that song was released in 1989. And we've loved Chris's music in our home since, since that right back then, in, in the, around 1890, sorry, 1980, <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I'm sorry, I can't actually pronounce the name of the, the site, the channel that's come off, it wasn't Chris Rea's, I couldn't find this version anywhere but on this site, and hats off to whoever this is, um, it looks a little bit Russian, but I'll do my best to put in the correct lettering for the channel that that music's come off tonight. Okay, we have BP Earthwatch, a short clip. He alerted 
all his listeners yesterday to the fact that there'd been a communication breakdown worldwide. Um, and he shows all these charts and graphs about who who went down and why. Well, no one knows why, but it was it was an epic communication breakdown that happened. So that's great coverage from Jesse there. Um, also, Mr. MBB three three three, he's putting up amazing images that he's being sent from all around the world. There'll be some of his work to go in, and we know LT. There's incredible things happening with global politics and you really are just getting the creme de la creme there with um, X22 report and maybe a couple of others. I've got to go and check, a bit, do a little bit of my homework there. I haven't had time to look down that rabbit hole in the last couple of days. But um, anything to do with um, most definitely space weather, earth weather will round off in here. The the collaboration of crop circles that will eventually come off the Dronescape channel will be coming into this episode. And I've got a, um, I've gone back, that was something I was doing in the early hours of Saturday morning. I went back to Enter the Stars Reloaded and Casey on that channel, he's got an amazing clip that I'm, well, I've, I've got many that I've put aside that I want to cover, but this this one that's going to, to come forward first today is, it's to do with Walt Disney and Nickelodeon and Imagineering, um, Psychographics, how paper, pro, paper um, Project Paperclip was involved in creative projects with Disney and Nickelodeon and this is all to do with the design of theme parks, special effects and psychographics so this is all about brainwashing children that is phenomenal information in there and any responsible parent or anyone who's you know concerned about nieces, nephews, whatever go and have a look at that um in today's, I'm going to have a bit of a TikTok theme today. I'm going to put up a link off Al Jazeera English, should TikTok be banned, and another one off Vox, the problem with banning TikTok. So that's a couple of really neat exposés on this recent um, craze, cultural craze that's now ensnaring our very young people to be yeah just entering into a realm that's way out of their depth shall we say okay well I'm pretty much oh against the grain dear Igor Igor has hours and hours and hours of time-lapse material and I've had to pull back from what I can actually um, have have available to be able to go and examine his material at the moment but um, I keep an eye on it there's a 17 minute clip I'm going to put up today and that's of in the last couple of days he's he's picked up a massive object um, believe it was in the northwest from where he is in Croatia but he's got incredible footage and information coming rolling off his channel and I'm going to also link in an old 
video of Igor's that I put back on, I included it back in episode 16, but I'm going to bring it forward today because I really feel that comets and um, asteroids, meteors, this is this is a language, and he's he, Igor's proving it, that there's it's actually mathematical, everything is is intertwined and so I'll be reposting as I did back in um, that was remote viewing are you ready to call the ball episode 16 it's well worth going and um, checking that out again because it's all to do with my journey and why I have an affinity with comets and comet Alanin, Ison and what, what's basically happened over the last 10 years for me as far as awareness of these amazing celestial bodies. Okay, so I'm putting in a curiosity link today, and it's to do with Lake Penua, which is, is down around the sort of the Louisiana region of America, and it's it was what a, a tragedy that happened back in... 1980 I'm pretty sure and it was where a, a salt mining and oil drilling two expeditions met and it punctured punctured um, the, where, where a, la a lake rested above that region where all that was ha happening and it shows you what happened and, and it's catastrophic so the reason I'm just wanting to just bring people's attention a little bit more to you know the impacts on mother earth no one's there's an accumulative effect that happens when you just keep compounding and compounding and compounding this burying toxic waste having um you know you you, you have to have your leach leachate drained off into lakes and oh it's just yeah, it was all avoidable, but anyway, we've got it's about a management issue right now, and and we've got some really and huge environmental disasters happening in the northern hemisphere at the moment with what's happened with flooding, sewerage, people up to their necks in floodwaters, Pakistan, Yemen, India. It just goes on and on what's happening at the moment, people, with environmental disasters. And what people have got to realise is that this isn't just displaced people, as if that isn't bad enough, and, and, and the impact on the environment, you know, bird life, um, sea life. But um, this, is, this is crops gone as well. There's going to be massive food shortages from this. It's, people have got no idea. And I'm not trying to dwell on, I'm going to correct this shortly, what I'm saying, but what, what I need to do is understand, I'm more interested in the weather at the moment than I am politics in this country, I can tell you that right now. It's a waste of time to me to be bothered, because I know that other things it's already taken care of, is that that's the actual genuine reason I say that. I What's more important for me is to steady the waters, and I believe New Zealand is the eye in the storm. We are the sweet spot, but people just haven't woken up to that. But it doesn't stop, you know, just because facts or facts are ignored, it doesn't mean they cease to exist. So curiosity links like this Lake Penua, 
people have got to realize if a, dra a lake gets drained where does it go you know there's a displacement and that that affects the 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 the, the balance the chem chemical composition and mineral all the balance of mother earth on the inside so we've we've had we've had a good shot at really messing messing with the system and i'd say there's a correction taking place right now with mother earth and that makes me think actually i will actually in include um sophia returning john lamb lash a little trailer to one of his his movies that he put together and that's all to do with the Nag Hammadi and the Gnostic texts and that's the fact that Mother Earth is going to make her correction through sexual symbiosis, her yin and yang and the equator is her birthing place but it's all about the sustaining energies of that southern serpent, the yin of the mother energy rising to the, the masculine northern magnetic polarity and if you don't have the sustainer you ain't got nothing so all my my attention and and prayer field is directed towards mother and her her divine composition at the moment is above so below so that'll be a lovely note to finish up on people i wish you all a great week ahead first of september tomorrow and full moon on Wednesday lots to look forward to and I'll be really excited about reporting back next this is a tall poppy chiming off for now